Forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. Sup, man? How you doing? I'm dying. You're Slowly. dying? Is it hot? I'm cooking. I am cooking. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a preheated oven, and I don't like it, Jr. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> How are Sorry. you? Uh, I'm not cooking. We have a air conditioned house, so oh yeah, it's nice and Do cool. You? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking bet it is. I've been laying in front of a fan, just sweating in places I didn't know I had sweat glands all goddamn day. Um, you... My apartment building does have AC in the hallways, so I'm considering just sleeping in the hallway tonight. Just leave your but, door um, open put a fan out I, there directional all the air conditioning in your apartment get that hallway breeze mm-hmm. yeah marcy would just run rampant through the halls and that would just be a terror but for those of us uh those those of our listeners that aren't in washington i mean i'm sure you know there's a heat wave everywhere but it's about 100 100 degrees today it's supposed to be 109 tomorrow and uh seattle's just not built for this kind of weather not everywhere has ac um it's muggy and I uh, am just creating pools of sweat underneath my kneecaps. So that's that's my Sunday. But how's how's your weekend been? Uh, so far so good. Uh, it's the end of the week, so obviously it was a great week because uh, it's the end. But um, it's been tricky because you want to go outside, and the only thing you could do outside is either go swimming or stand in some kind of like sprinkler. Uh, but I've been doing some fun yard work, and that's not fun because so, it's so hot. So it's really tricky because you want to go outside, but you don't want to sweat. So you just what you do is you run to your car with air conditioning. Then maybe you run to a place that has air conditioning. Um, I think we are hitting 100, right? 100 plus mm-hmm. here. So, um, But yeah. other than that, it's been great. That's good. I had a little family gathering yesterday. It's 26th of June is my grandpa's uh, birthday. He passed a few years back. And he was like the pillar of the family. So every June 26th, we all get together and uh, just crush Bud Lights because that was his drink of choice. So we all got together. Um, and it's funny, being being recently single, uh, my family gave me like five months, you know, of like just letting me like be me. And now they're all starting to try and set me up with their, their friends or their friends of friends or <laughs> cousins trying to get me to set with her friend. And it really gives you perspective on how they visualize you as a catch, like what 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 where they feel like you're at compared to the girls they, they set you up with. I'm very um, curious. And 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen a couple pictures, and I just I'm I'm uh I'm not where I thought I was, Jay. I'm, I'm not where I thought I was compared to what, what I'm getting proposed with. So, uh, still gotta keep hitting that gym. Actually, just don't set me up with anybody. Yeah, I I think we you you and I've talked about this a little bit. I think we're looking. <clears throat> you know, for me, if I was looking for you, I'd find that lovely lady who loves comic books, um, loves to be outgoing, um, loves to... Is this a dating profile you're creating for me? Yeah, I'm... I'm so far, so good. Setting it up on your online dating. I may know someone. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> you're setting me up now, too? Dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I'm a catch, guys. Listeners, if you don't already know, Jordan Earth's a fucking catch. He is a catch. He is a catch. Such a catch. So, um... But uh, yeah, I think that's great. I have not been single since I was like 23, so I have no idea what that's like or to be set up. But um, I have been in the middle of some romances, and I'm like, what? Did, how did I set you guys up? That's not. That wasn't on purpose. I just said he was funny, or said you were funny. To <laughs> you know, it's like okay. Oh, you have. So you've been matchmaker before, huh? On accident, it's happened a couple times. Um, gotcha. Not not always. It wasn't always a good thing. Did you know? Sometimes <laughs> I can't really go I into you it. Shouldn't be together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, uh, we're not here to talk about love. I mean, we're always talking about love when it's me and Jr. on the mic, but not not necessarily focusing on love today. Today we're talking about brutality, murder, mm-hmm. destruction, death, blood, and berserker. Uh, we're talking Keanu Reeves comic book that's soon to come to Netflix, I believe. Right? Didn't you mention that? That is true. Um, there is a – he just came out with this book, I want to say, the beginning of this year. And there, before the book even came out, there was no rumor of of this of this being a movie. So they, not, a lot of comic book stores did not order, you know, uh, plenty, you know, of copies to have. And so next thing you know, you have a short – print run or a small print run of berserker um because the announcement came afterwards and it is written by keanu reeves so of course um and it's drawn by ron garney which is a great artist looking up he has a great uh instagram he's amazing writers like conan stuff and this kind of fits up his alley um and uh yeah it's just it was a book that i jumped on because it's keanu reeves how can you not jump on a Keanu Reeves book but uh also they had like amazing covers a lot of the covers are drawn by uh Mark Brooks if anybody's ever seen Mark Brooks cover art um and then they do like foil covers which I love foil covers um but obviously yeah I mean hopefully you got the first issue they made tons of prints of it uh but the like I said it was should have suspected it it's like when you go on the stock market and you're like okay you know, I think this one's going to go hot, but you only buy like a couple of them and then all of a sudden it blows up, you know, and yeah, you I mean, wish... it's, it's like going to the stock market. If you're like investing in a new company that was started by Jeff Bezos or something like it's Keanu Reeves. So, you know, it's going to blow up. I mean, it's just how high can it fly? Right. Yeah, right. Pretty good idea. Right. Uh, so, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, we'll dive into that in a little bit. Before we do that, though, let's uh, let's hit that Bev breakdown. I'm just going to 
hold the can on my forehead instead of drinking it. If that's okay. That's okay. That feels. Plus, that feels you're feels you're nice. in a like a closet in a non air conditioned apartment. That's got to be terrible. Closet I'm- in a non conditioned apartment with the fans off for audio's sake. I'm sacrificing my life for audio. <laughs> and I have a fucking light ring face just blasting heat at my face. So sauna. I am. I'm in an oven, and I'm, I'm here. I'm, this is what I do for you people out there. So thank you, Hopheads, for listening. If I survive it. But we got Bud Light coming your way in honor of Dale Fioni, the great, the legend, the man, the myth, uh, Grandpa. He was known for uh, complaining about the Seattle Mariners, drinking Bud Light, and uh, just being the best grandpa of all time. He was always picking us up for basketball or baseball practice, giving me... 10 bucks and 20 bucks when I'd come over there just to, you know, pick some weeds or whatever. And, uh, you know, it would give me a beer before I was 21. So that's how you know it's a good grandpa. And um, obviously nothing crazy to talk about with Bud Light. Everybody's had a BL, I would say, um, in their lifetime. And I did know that it was introduced by Anheuser-Busch in 1982 initially. And it was the Budweiser Light, which was eventually changed to Bud Light in 1984. So soon after that. So it's been Bud Light since 1984. And uh, yeah, dilly dilly. Nice. Your grandpa sounds like my grandpa. Loved the Dodgers because we were Southern California. Um, paid me to clean the yard. I think my grandpa was a little bit cheaper than your grandpa because I got it in dollar increments. Um, well, I got it in, he'd always have like a coin jar. So it'd always be in like, you know, those rolls of coins. Yeah. It would never be cash. It would always be like a $5 <laughs> nickels or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's grandpa, grandpas are great. I loved my grandfather very much. He was like the pinnacle of like the family. Like he was the head of the family. So when he left too, it was like, um, oh, what do you do with yourself? And then that rain falls to your father who's uh, great, but just not like your grandpa, particularly if you're named after him or something like that. You just get that special treatment. I got to sit next to him at the end of the table, you know. I got to, oh, okay. you know. Okay. Um, favoritism there? A little bit, you know. I got to, he never really got too angry at me. Some of, like my grandma did, you know, chase me around the room with a spoon, that kind of stuff, you know. He just kind of be like, ah, oh, he's a good kid, you know. Leave him alone, you know. So, grandpas are always great. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I cannot wait to be in that grandpa, like, you know, zone of where I'm just doing crossword puzzles and, and drinking cheap beer and, and watching sports games. And, like, that's that's my that's my everyday routine. I'm into that. I'm yeah. really into that. I wish yeah. I could do that right now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, love you, Gramps. But let's go into Berserker. Uh, Keanu Reeves brings this tale of uh, immortal warrior, I guess you could say. Um, what's the backstory of Berserker? Do you know the, where it came from, where he's inspired by? So I, I kind of watched uh, some of these interviews with Keanu Reeves, and someone was, I, I think if I remember right, asking him about, you know, maybe writing a book or something like that. You know, kind of like in, you know, some of these actors who, or, or even comic book, uh, um, or I'm sorry, musician. You know, you know, music people where they, uh, musicians, 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 musicians and magicians. I always get fucked up. So I just avoid the words. Um, that's fair, but it's, it sounded like to me, they were like, Hey, why not write a comic book? He loves comics and he loves to make really good stuff. So I think they came up with this way for him to do it. He does have a sub writer that helps him. Um, 
Matt Kind, 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 K I N D T, um, Kint, Kint, yeah. But uh, who fucking knows? It follows the basically like a, a an immortal kind of crazy man killing machine human being. Um, and through the ages and the basically fir- basically me yeah. basically just the story of me i was gonna say you kind of got offended like copyright hello yeah um sure i believe you um <laughs> i was i was gonna Moving say on. i was gonna say they wrote like he wrote this for himself basically i mean it's you can see keanu reeves playing this which he's going to it sounds like he he even holds the gun like John Wick. Like yeah, the, the characters and like it's kind of like at a downward angle, you know, like with with the I don't know, just yeah, it's so Keanu Reeves. It looks just like him. Like he he just wrote himself into this badass role, which is so fucking balling. <laughs> right, right, and it's like uh, if you like gore, violence, you like out over the top, you know, just like uh, uh, I guess just just crazy action um definitely like john wick yeah it's like this it's definitely like john wick it follows you know this like i said this like immortal kind of warrior and as he and right now he's always been look as they only have three issues out right now looks like it's going to be maybe a 12 issue run um but the the first three issue the first issue is just him just helping the u.s government just go after you know um this like almost islamic kind of culture you know it's just like these bad guys and then um second and third book is where they kind of give you the background story and the third book particularly is where they kind of tell you this he was he was born from um kind of like a prayer from his mom to the gods and they gave him this uh this crazy caveman guy tribal guy and he just destroys everybody can't die and it, it he feeds yeah. off the the violence. It makes him stronger. You know, can't help it. So he goes berserk. Yeah, I thought it was so funny that scene. So yeah, basically in book two, it's talking about his origin, and there's, there's this tribe that's continually getting their harvest stolen by this more powerful tribe mm-hmm. because they live in this desired fruitful territory, and they don't have the defenses to 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 you know defend their territory, and so they pray pray to these gods and put this potion together in this cave to have a, a weapon delivered to them so they can defend themselves. And it's just the mom in there in the cave and the dad like walks out and then this God of lightning comes basically like Zeus or something. And they bang out like in the comic, it shows the God like <laughs> banging this chick to give her the, his godlike seed or whatever. I thought it was so funny. Cause like it shows that. And then she comes out of the cave and he's like, did it work? She goes, no, nothing happened. Let's go home. Didn't work. Let's go home. Like she, didn't she was like just shame. She was shameful. The, the walk of shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one night stand. She wakes up the next morning with a full belly. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like that was never mentioned. Really? Okay. I get it though. Um, and I thought it was so funny. Yeah. And the first, so it opens up with just fists coming through faces, like eyeballs popping out, just gore, gore, gore. And it's kind of messy, uh, like not messy, but kind of like, uh, I don't know what the word is, but the, the artwork is very like it's it's not very detailed, so you can it's kind of it's chaotic for sure. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, it, did you notice where the government building was located? Did you see that? No. Oh, Tacoma, Washington. Just yes. outside of Tacoma, Washington. Like, it's so weird. This is the third time I can think of, just off the top of my head, where Tacoma has been mentioned in the story. Yeah. Uh, like this, uh, there's they go to Tacoma in Scrubs. Um, Zach Braff's 
Elizabeth Banks' character, she goes to, she has to go away to Tacoma, yeah. Washington, or some random hospital. And then there's like a Tacoma Fire Department comedy show on FX now. Like Tacoma, Washington is oddly on the map for some reason that nobody even knows where it is. It's is so funny. weird. They're growing too as a town themselves. And it's like, um, it's just, it's always been for me since I've lived here, the place to not go to Tacoma, not to like hurt anybody's hey, feelings. Don't be hating, dog. Tacoma's but, sick. Rustin Way. Um, Six Ave. But now you go down there. I was just there, and it's it's turned into a very pretty city. You know, they've cleaned up a lot of the downtown. You know, the Houston History Museum's over there. Got restaurants everywhere. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Tacoma's on the map. I mean, it's only where Ted Bundy's from, so whatever. You know, I don't Not just, to brag. Nah, just, just come saying. on, people. We have one of the most iconic super serial killers ever coming from Tacoma. Do you so. think... Do you think Keanu's been there? Like, if he wrote this story and he references Tacoma, Washington, is like, it, I just, isn't Keanu from Vancouver, Canada? Is he? Let's take that a look. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, Vancouver, we, uh, Canada, right? Not yeah, not Canada. Washington. Which tells me a lot when that a lot of Canadians are from Vancouver. They, that means they're practically from here. They just come down, you know. Um, yeah. I when I first read that, I was like excited though. So no, I was too. I, I was like, oh, nice. oh yeah, Let's from Toronto. Go. It's from Toronto. That's the other side. Yeah. yeah. So no, no affiliation with Washington. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah, it's not the most complicated story. I mean, there's not a lot we can talk about. There's three issues out. Like it's right just, now. yeah, it's showing that he's, you know, where his origin. It's showing how he's just, uh, he's going to therapy. Um, he's lived through all these generations of war and been tested and probed and scanned and X-rayed, and they're trying to figure out how his ability is, how he's immortal and, and nobody's been able to figure it out yet. And the current uh, time is is the present and the psychiatrist is very confident they're making progress. Uh, the character's not not so confident. Does he have a name? I can't even remember if they named him. In this. I don't think there's a name yet because even when he was okay. a child, he was like basically a son or the tool, the weapon or, you know, the warrior. So I've... I have not seen a name come from him either. Yeah. One thing I did have a question on is in the end of the second, it showed uh, a second lightning flash in the cave where, from where he was born. Did they re did, did the mom go back and you think make a second one of him? Is that what's going to happen? I, you know, that's, that's like, I guess part of the mystery because she was tired of the father using him for one thing only. And that's to conquer. And he was going over the board in the third, or did she just miss that? Did she just miss that god dick? Is that what it was? Maybe she's <laughs> How can you not? Such. I mean, you, you can one time was probably not enough, and that lady was pretty fit in there. I mean, she looked like she did squats. So, dude, yeah. she looked good for a cave girl. I will give her that. She yeah, takes care yeah. of her hair. She looks pretty clean. Yeah, um, yeah. She's fit. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm curious about. And the whole, also throughout the entire story, like after every battle, he would get this blue and red pill which um, I'm not sure if it explains what that does yet. Is that just for healing or whatever? But at the very end of the third issue, he got two of those pills. Yeah. That was the last panel. I When I read that, I felt like it was in a um, – obviously there's a blue pill and a, a red pill, and he decided to take the blue pill to end up in the Matrix. So that's what I thought that – no. Um, this is the origin of the Matrix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to me, when I read that, the, the blue pill was a way to um, – I guess calm him down because when he goes berserker, there's a scene where uh, a military guy gets too close to him and he kills him, one of the own team, and he's in the 
in like mm-hmm. a Humvee, and he's like, I'm sorry, he got too close. Um, and so when he goes berserker, he turns into some kind of deity who just kills. And I feel like the 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 blue pill like helps him, you know, sedates him and keeps him calmer from turning into the I Hulk. Can, basically, I can see that. That yeah. was one of the most badass death kills I've seen in the first book. When he's like, they're saying like the the, the president's no longer here. He's getting on a plane. And he grabs the guy's face and just walks through the glass and mm-hmm. falls off the building on like the fiftieth floor and just like stands like they're just flying down together. And he's just holding this guy's skull into the till they hit that truck. Like savage fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's um, brutal. It's brutal. This the action is brutal in here. It's constant. I mean, even the second issue was not really like a full blowout kind of a violent. It was kind of an in between, but it still was pretty quick reading pretty great actually yeah i think what's really cool about this is it starts off in modern day but if the the second two books are based in like tribal times and i think that hopefully the netflix show that comes is going to be that it's going to be like john wick but in like indigenous tribe battles Mm. which i think would be fucking very cool and and, because they have to make it different it can't just be blood shooting guns blah 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 john wick it has to be something different Obviously, the immortality piece is like that, but John Wick's kind of immortal if you think about it, and he's never going to die. Um, but if they make it in those kind of times with different, like, ancient weaponry and, like, bow and arrow and spears and stuff, I mean, he was just ripping people's arms off. Like, he, he can do whatever the hell he wants, really. So they, they can have a, a lot of fun with it. I just hope that they stick in that timeline for a little bit. Or we see it progress slowly throughout all, all the generations. That would be cool to see, too. Yeah, like a flashback. Fast forward through it. Yeah, yeah I want to fast forward through it and just be in present day for most of it. Cause that'd just be kind of boring to me. Yeah, I hope I hope they do that too. You kind of see it's kind of reminds me of the Highlander kind of a bit where he's in modern times, but he's he's remembering what he did in you know uh, back in Scotland, you know, or World War Two, or you know, and being able to see them do that with this would be pretty cool as well. So I think that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. And it, it it brought me to thinking a question, and I'm curious, you know, I have two characters in mind. I'm curious what you think. Is Keanu Reeves the greatest action hero of our generation? Uh, I think this, our generation and the next generation. I mean, John Wick came in after, right, 2000. So you've got speed. So what's our generation considered then? Is it just the decade you're born in or is it No, like, aren't we like the um, you got the millennials I think is what we are, right? We're right at Oh, going by that. I don't know. So what's the timeline on the millennials? Uh, what's the 1981 thing? to 1998 to um because i mean yeah you got so you got speed you got point break you got matrix you got john 1999 Wick. yeah so now you're gonna have berserker i mean i was kind of trying to figure out who was more impressive between him and tom cruise because they both have such a track record of great action flips. yeah i would say tom especially Cru- if you consider top gun yeah and i would say tom tom cruise is definitely part of like our like our parents generation and then our generation and i feel like 
Keanu Reeves is going to be part of ours. And I, I mean, he's already 50 years old, I think. Um, you know, so it's not like he's yeah. not. I think he's he's just so uh, relatable. I mean, Bill and Ted was 1989. So. Bill and Ted, replacements, Shane Falcon. I know. I mean, it's weird because he's not big and burly. He's not like like cut. He's just kind of a lanky yeah dude but it works i don't know it's so bizarre and his act he got so criticized too as a young actor i remember getting into arguments with my literate teacher about how he's such an awful actor and i'm like dude did you not watch the matrix like give me a break it used to be joked about yeah yeah his acting used to be a joke because it was like what yeah i know kung fu (laughs) and like now he's just acceptedly a savage yeah, everybody's on board with it. It seems like so. Yeah, he's yeah. fifty. I think it's because he's such a good guy too. He's fifty six. He's fifty six. Damn, he's about to be sixty, bro. And he's berserker. Killing, movies, yeah, John Wick four coming out in twenty twenty two. I mean, a new Matrix is coming out. This this year maybe. Yeah. So let it ride. How can kind of ride, I would I would say that he is definitely uh, the end of our generation to the new generation uh, action hero. I mean, Tom Cruise is for what all he is. He is probably the previous or I mean, he's still going himself. Man, I love the replacements though. I love that movie. It's like on TBS every other day, and I'll and I'll watch it whenever it's on. I freaking love that movie. Um, so good. But yeah, I mean, it's good to. I'm loving. I guess the the era that we're in now watching and reading all these comic books done by these artists, you know, um, different art coming together and making the thing that I love the most, which is, uh, I mean, my wife, I love the most, but, uh, comics <laughs> comes in. My safe. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I think it's good to see this. I mean, I'm having a great time. It's, it's a great read people. If you're not on this berserker, oh, yeah. you're missing out. Super easy, super quick, super fun. It's just a fun ride. It's exactly what you'd expect it would be. What would you say you give it um, first three issues, one to ten? Ooh, I, I give it a nine uh, right off the bat. Um, there, okay. I like Ron Gardney as, a, uh, as an artist. I, he did some, like I say, he did some Conan, so it fits right in. It is a little bit chaotic, so you see a lot of loose lines. Um, you know, it's not the sharpest or cleanest art, but... When you got bloods and blood and gore and body parts flying and um, all you want to see is how that be executed and, and Ron Garney has always done that so um, and like I said, yeah if he's done Conan that's perfect yeah I mean these over. covers are amazing I mean yeah that's so issue one I mean it looks like an eighties movie and it's like in the best way yeah this know? is done by Mark Brooks and uh, this is the foil for versions of the first one. So we'll show that online. I, I posted my cool. books on Instagram the other day. So hint, hint, when I start doing that stuff, you can kind of maybe get a hint on what we're doing for the next week's episode. So, Or a curveball to throw you off the trail. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? We're wacky. We're wacky gentlemen. Yeah, I think I give the first three a seven. Um, I, I'm not... I'm not saying the artwork was bad. I'm not in love with it either. I don't think I have the same respect for it that you do, just because you know I don't understand that stuff as well as you do. Um, but it was it was it was just a lot of you know bloodshed and, and action, which I'm here for. Don't get me wrong, and it was fun. Um, but you know I, I think I need the story to unfold a little bit more for me to get really into it. 
I need some more depth to the characters, and I'm sure that's coming. So I think it's a good book. I think it's going to be even better as the story unfolds. Um, I'm excited to see if there's another one of him because two immortal warriors, I mean, that's going to be badass to see. And I'm excited for the Netflix show. I mean, Keanu on the Netflix show is going to be epic. So, yeah, I give it a seven. So that puts us right in the middle, smack dab, at an eight. So that's a solid craft rating, and we think you guys will all enjoy it. Yeah, it should. <clears throat> it's a great book. Easy read. Pick it up. So last week we introduced a new segment called Stock Talk, where we talk about what comic books should you invest in if you want to start building equity in your collection and that you could eventually flip down the line. So uh, I believe last week's suggestions, we talked about the Red Guardian first appearance. If you're um, aware of that, that's going to be David Harbour's character in the new Black Widow movie. Uh, we talked about uh, Moon Knight's first appearance um, or just the first of any run because the first appearance are already pretty high. Oscar Isaac is going to kind of blow that role out of the water. We're pretty confident in that. Um, and then uh, Winter Guard was an under-the-radar cheap option that we do not know if it's going to be in the Black Widow movie, but it's a Black Widow and Iron Man character, and there's a good chance it'll come down the line at some point. So the first appearance right now you can get for like 18 bucks. So yeah, those were our suggestions last week. But, JR, you got some new suggestions for this week for our listeners? I do. Um, there was a little rumor of... Uh... I can hopefully I said said this right. Aldis, uh, let's see, he was on Thor. He was Himdall. I like how I can say all that stuff. But uh, Idris Elba. Did I always say I always say his name wrong? Oh yeah, yeah, Idris Elba. So there's a uh, the look the seer or whatever what that guy's name is. In yep. Thor. Yep. The Himdall. Um, oh, Himdall's his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I always get the combo characters close to at least. Um, anyway, so he is. There's a rumor that he's gonna be a character called Blood sports um in the suicide squad right um wasn't that the what was the movie that vin diesel made was not that's uh blood uh spot or something like that and he had a red circle in his chest yeah so yeah. that's a different different guy D- different guy this is actually a dc mm-hmm. character he showed up in superman number four um and he was uh on it's, it's confirmed that he's going to be on the suicide squad you know in and it, it's probably like a version of him, but the first it's also has the first appearance of Maggie Sawyer, DC's first openly gay female character, is in this book as well. Um, you can get it on eBay. It looks like under twenty dollars right now. Um, took a little bit of a dip in the stock, but th- uh, it looks like it climbed about three hundred plus percent in copies sold this week, complete compared to last week since the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. trailer. So of course we jumped on that. Um, it was anything under twenty dollars in first appearances. If you can get right this point, even if you know you could probably get close to doubling your price. I mean, that's only twenty dollars, but you're making fifty Martin Gen on that. So, um, yeah. that is a great book to have. Um, and it's again, it's one of those books that it's cheap enough to buy and just kind of let it sit there. Um, some of the other boys, uh, sorry, some of the other books on the rise right now. Uh, is it's Pride Month, right? So you, uh, Marvel Voices came out with a Pride um, kind of series called Voices. Um, there's a variant out there, um, just climbing, climbing the uh, the charts here, as, as we say. And it's uh, the first cover appearance of uh, Samus, which is uh, a gay character. And uh, Voices, uh, this whole Marvel thing, and DC's done it too, but they kind of have all these. Uh, there's going to be a gay Captain America, you know. There's um, which is pretty cool. And just have all these kind of first appearances. So I got some of those on myself. Um, 
I actually, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, if you want something under $20, uh, and again, you're going to want to try and get this stuff soon because as soon as they hit either uh, coming up as a series or in a, in a movie, um, you're going to want to get this. Uh, the first appearance of Normie Osborn, which is the grandson of Norman Osborn, um, is an Amazing Spider-Man 263. Um, it looks like that character is going to play a big role in the upcoming antagonist of uh, Dylan Brock. And Dylan Brock is the son of Eddie Brock. Which he had appeared in Venom number nine. So if you got Venom number nine, that climbed as well. Um, of course, I had to pick that up because that's an amazing Spider-Man book, and it's the first appearance. So um, Venom, uh, Donny Cates' Venom ended. So you're gonna have a new Venom run coming out. So you know if you can get any of those old Donny Cates variant or books, you know they're really expensive, but pick that up. And then last but not least, Todd McFarlane and his Spawn universe. He's got a sketch cover out there, um, variant by his Bet Bre- Brett Booth, and it's a one in fifty. So a lot of people bought the Spawn Universe books because Spawn is pretty popular. And um, if you want to get any of those, those are really climbing, and you could probably get those pretty low right now. Um, I think that one's probably a little bit high in price, probably around sixty-five, seventy bucks. But I definitely get it. Yeah, Spawn's kind of blown up right now, right? Like now, Spawn is one of the hottest runs in, in comics it's, I think you were telling me that yeah it's so weird because for years and years Spawn number one which I had was only like $10 right and that came out in the 90s and Todd Tom McFarlane is, is a you know he's the guy who did image books and you know image publishing and just Spawn never really like for whatever reason didn't really blow out of the water so all of a sudden um, the Spawn universe and Spawn's become really popular again so it hit that He's the first independent comic book character to hit 300 issues this last year. Um, so, um, plus the stories are really good. And he's actually, Todd McFarlane is starting to let other people start writing and start drawing for Spawn. I mean, he's let other people draw, but kind of let someone else take the reins. So, might see some different directions of Spawn here. What do you mean he's the first independent <clears throat> hero to, to reach 300 issues? So independent comic publishing company it spawns the first title there's been some other ones out there that are probably hit 300 but like uh spawn is probably the most popular and it was the first um i guess continuous story with you know one through 300 you know that came out so yep i picked up 300 and some variants last year just because i thought that would be um priced you know so makes sense yep right on well yeah there you have it listeners if you want to make some dough with us invest away um we have some expensive options as well but the cheap options is you know low impact hopefully big payoff so that's what we uh that's what we're recommending you swing now this week and um before we close out jr anything you want to plug uh Hopefully you guys enjoyed um, last week. I jumped on Action City's uh, live stream, uh, helping yeah, them did. sell books. Um, and, you know, jump on that every week. I, I won't be on there every week. Uh, today, you'll hear this episode out today. I, I would have been on there yesterday and then, um, but uh, trying to help them out. But yeah, the live show is great. You can claim books. Sometimes the internet's a little rough as we all experience, but it's still fun. People get to talk, you know, it's a great yeah. time. Yeah, 
great time. You get some great deals on some books and some of these books that we're talking about. You know, there's going to be similar things like that on there that you can get a steal for. So highly recommend checking that out every Tuesday night at 7.15 at Action City Comics. Um, follow them on Instagram and you'll see it. Um, also follow us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and as always, thank you so much for listening, Hopheads, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah, have a good week. Bye.